Does faith give an energy boost? Or is it so spiritual that it doesn't affect our bodies and minds at all? Well, that's an interesting question, and I have some response to that that I think you'll find interesting. Colin Cook here, and how it happens. Thanks for joining me today. You're listening to the good news of the gospel described in the book of Romans. We go through this book every year or so, and you can join me every Monday through Friday at 10 o'clock in the evening, repeated at 4 in the morning on KLTT AM 670 in the Denver and Colorado and surrounding states areas. You can also listen on uh, Podbean and, uh, uh, let's see, Spotify and several other places, Apple, I think. Um, But SoundCloud we're still having problems with, and I hope we'll get that fixed in time. Anyway, uh, this is an interesting question, isn't it? And I base it on the verse in Romans chapter 8. Listen to this. But if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. Now, there is a little bit of uh, difference of opinion as to what this means. Some people, uh, some Christians and interpreters, think that it means that uh, Paul is referring to the resurrection at the end of time, at the coming of Jesus Christ. Let me read that again. And But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Well, that sounds a reasonable interpretation, and certainly it's true to form, isn't it, and true to reality, that the God who raised Christ from the dead through his Spirit will also raise us from the dead, that's for sure. We have a sure and certain hope of the resurrection to eternal life because of Christ's resurrection who broke the power of death. But I think Paul is also referring, or maybe principally referring, to life on earth when he uses the term mortal bodies. Let me read that again. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit which dwells in you. Well, let's look at that. I mean, does your faith affect your energy? Does it bring a new boost? Is it an elixir? Um, I guess many of us would certainly say that, oh boy, if we're tired and weary, we have faith that God loves us and that God will bring eternal life to us, but we still feel tired and weary. And I think that's fair to say, because we don't want to make any false claims. But I do want to say this. Expression deepens impression. That is to say, what we express in the absence of faith, that is frustration and anger and resentment and moodiness and all of these issues, things rather, all all of these psychological dynamics, will affect us physically. I know one or two people who are always complaining. They uh, are Christian, 
but uh, they think it's, mm, let's suppose they may think it's their duty to complain about the world and and endlessly refer to the devil and demonic forces being at, uh, at work in this political situation or that war or this uh, terrible crisis or this tragedy that happened to people. And you sense that they're really using the vehicle of belief, I won't say faith, belief to express their depressed state of mind. Well, that, I think, is bound to tire you out. I think that negative thoughts unquestionably play a part in our physical makeup and in our state or sense of physical well-being. I think that has a lot to say in regard to whether it's necessary to um, take antidepressant medications. I'm not uh, making a blanket statement on that, but I think it's worth understanding that faith can have an effect upon the mind that is wonderfully rejuvenating over time. Now, you remember Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside the still waters, he restores my soul. Now, one might say, well, yes, he may restore your soul, but your energy, physical energy, may still be low. And I grant you that may well likely be true. But I think it is also possible that when our soul is restored, we feel a new sense of peace, maybe a little joy, and the result of all that is a little more energy. In my own experience, I found uh, many years ago that uh, I, well, I discovered through the gospel that I was quite a depressive type person. I was uh, full of anxiety, full of guilt and shame over my life and behavior, and I was forever dreading the judgment of God, even though I was a Christian. And I think that had a severe effect upon my sense of well-being and the exhaustion I felt every day. Now, I grant you, I still feel tired. But there's something that happens when you change your mindset and you start giving thanks to God. Now, you remember those verses that I often refer to, Ephesians 5.20 and 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Give thanks every day under all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now, before I knew the gospel, I simply thought this was a sort of spiritual technique. But once I understood the gospel, I realized that this is that this giving thanks is a natural outflow of appreciation for what the gospel is. For the gospel is one that we have been received by God in his mercy by the sheer love of God expressed through Jesus Christ because Christ, God arranged, took 
the burden of our judgment and guilt upon himself. And therefore, by faith, I can praise God when I am tempted to go back into my guilt addiction. Now, I I grant you there's healthy guilt over a wrongdoing that leads us to have a conscience and do something about it, change our mind, repent, and what have you. But there is also a guilt that is an addiction. It's almost as if we need to feel bad about ourselves in order, in order to help God to feel good about us. In other words, if I feel bad enough, that will tell God that I'm really contrite and maybe he'll be impressed. Well, he ain't. The truth is that guilt addiction is another form of idolatry. It is another form of trying to get accepted by God through our own efforts. Guilt addiction, people sometimes think, oh, poor me, I'm such a wretch, I'm such a horror, I'm so bad. And uh, they seem to think that that is a very spiritual state of mind. Well, it isn't. It is a mind that is aware of truth only in part. The part of the truth that realizes that a good God means that humanity is in a bad state, but it is not the rest of the truth, which is that a good God has also provided through his Son a saving plan that relieves us of our guilt. So, part of the process of getting a healthy state of mind which creates a healthy body is lifting our hearts up and saying, Father in heaven, though I feel guilty, though I feel ashamed, though I feel afraid, I praise and thank you that all of those emotions are of my human nature, my fallen human nature, which is counted as dead in Jesus Christ. And therefore I lift up my heart to you in praise and thanks that I am received and I am accepted by you. Now, I'll tell you this, that when that the very act, listen to me, the very act of doing that creates an immediate reverberation in the mind. It does. Try it. You'll see. And that reverberation somehow is, I don't know how to say it, it has an effect upon the emotions, which then has an effect upon the body. I have found in my own experience that to move into praise has an instant impact, not always, but very, very often. And I think to myself that over the years and over the decades of my life, praising God has given me as much health mentally and physically as, as carrot juice in my juice extractor and the vitamin B uh, complex and a multivitamin and various other herbs that can uh, make you feel well. It's good to take... Um, supplements. It's good to eat well. And yet, if the mind is down and depressed and forever recriminating itself or charging itself with judgment, as if that were a religious duty, that state of mind will 
prevent whatever you do in your body. They say that that if you smoke, then whatever you do in health uh, nutritionally is virtually useless. Well, I say to you that an, uh, a mind absent of praise is like spiritual smoking. And that spiritual smoking will prevent everything else that you're doing that is trying to create well-being. So, let us praise. I told you the other day about the people that we help in this ministry, uh, young men who are fatherless in various places, the Philippines, uh, Nepal, and Nigeria. And we've helped four of them through school, and we've created two businesses, and one has become a nurse and one a policeman. And I've told you that yesterday uh, as background and backdrop to the fact that I'm trying to help a young man. Well, he's not young anymore. He's 35. He has a house that we helped him to buy $4,000 worth years ago, and he has a business uh, which is uh, um, uh, tailoring, but he has to pay the electricity bill, which is $1,800 for the whole year, even though the average um, salary for a poor man in Nigeria is seventy to one hundred and fifty dollars. I'm trying to help that man get that bill done. He won't have to pay it all together next year because they're going to start installing meters so that you pay on a monthly basis. But if we can give this young, this man Mark a Christmas present so that he doesn't have to worry about the electricity for the whole year. Please, can we do it? If there's someone wondering what to do with a couple of thousand dollars or others who have smaller amounts to give, would you please send your donation to FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160. Or you can make your donation online at faithquestradio.com. Think when you switch on your light or when you turn on uh, the stove, the electric stove or whatever you do to function in this world, think of Mark and think of his need for that electricity for the whole of 2023. Thanks so much. I'll see you next time. Cheerio and God bless.